record already, yes. Okay, awesome. Well, welcome to Wildly Tarot. Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. This is the Intrusive Thoughts episode. Right, exactly. This is like, I, you know, my podcast that I'm on sometimes that's called Collected Screen. This is the Wildly Tarot oh, yes. version of that because there's no plan. Yay, no plan. This is the first time in how many years we've not had a plan? I don't is even know. Yeah, probably. I mean, we just didn't have any new questions, and yeah. it's the day before. It's what? What do you use for Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving oh, Chris- Eve's Adam still. At, Thanksgiving Adam, yeah, <laughs> or Thanksgiving like creation. I don't know. Yeah. So this is a weird short week. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. I had yeah. one of those days where I like put I planned too many things that I was going to get done today. So. No schedule it is. Mostly just because we're going, we're not going far for Thanksgiving. We're not going to see my parents or anything or Nathan's parents, which would be way farther. Well, yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. Like way, way farther. But we are still traveling slightly just to a different part of Southern California for Thanksgiving. And I'm like not in charge of anything, but like three things that I signed myself up for. And uh-huh. of course I've procrastinated until now and I have to go into the office tomorrow. So, Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> but well, I'm excited yeah. because the three things that I'm bringing are like four varieties, four varieties of cranberry sauce. Okay. Because I love cranberries. I so had much. no idea that was possible to have four varieties of cranberry sauce. But okay, okay. Well, two of them are new to me. I, saw, okay. I can't even remember where the article was. I had like some push article for me somewhere on some algorithm. Let me see uh-huh. if I can find the actual link to it. Um, so I can tell you about these things. Oh shit. If I lost the page, which would be so wild because I never <laughs> close anything ever. So where the hell would that have gone? Um, what a nightmare. I'm going to have to find it. Anyway, okay. uh, I'm making I you. <laughs> regular cranberry sauce, just like traditional by boiling cranberries and sugar okay. until it's a cranberry sauce. That's the one that I grew up with and is my favorite. I'll probably add some like orange to it in yeah. some way, but our oranges aren't ripe yet, which is really weird because normally oh. they're ripe by Thanksgiving. Super bummer. Anyway, yeah. then Nathan makes a variety that has both mandarin oranges canned and also canned pineapple in it. Ooh, okay. That's his favorite. So he like, he'll just make it to eat it during the year, like okay. with a spoon. Like that's how much he loves <laughs> that, it. That's oh, that's so cute. That's <laughs> it's kind of sounds like a fruit salad sort of. Sort of, yeah. I'm sure that like if we added like gelatin to it, it would be very uh, 1960s approved salad. <laughs> Uh, and then we're going to do a can of the jelly cranberry because you just have to. And then yeah. there are two recipes that I'm so I guess five different varieties, unless I end up deciding against it. <laughs> One of them is like, uh, chutney basically. So there's like a lot okay. of ginger and some horseradish and cranberry sauce. So okay. it's like kind of still pretty easy. And then the last one is the crazy one that I'm the most excited about, but I feel like will be the most horrifying for everybody else. And okay. it is... Cranberries and onion, fine chopped, like ground basically to like okay. a kind of beefy paste. Not uh-huh. beefy, but you know what I mean? Like not a smooth <laughs> yes. paste. Like right, a, right. Like a little chunky. Chunky. Like a, like a chunky little paste. chunky taste. Yeah, paste. And then this is where I'm going to lose everybody. No one's going to okay. listen to the podcast ever again. <laughs> Sour cream. <laughs> that, does, that sounds kind of like a salsa, like sort of like a savory with like a cranberry tart. That doesn't sound bad. I don't, I mean, the recipe looks great. People talk about it. I mean, I'll probably never ever find it again because I got distracted by some other article that someone pulled up and accidentally left my 
tab, which how does no. that even happen? I never close tabs. I almost always have like can you go the into your, search, your history? Can you go? Yeah, into your that's history? what I'm gonna do okay. next. I'm like, yeah. where would I have find put it? That? <laughs> it's so unlike me. I never close yeah. a damn thing. For reals, though. Uh, but anyway, so that's kind of my plan. And then also, oh, here we go. It's an NPR article. I was able to find it. Okay, Mama good. Stamberg's Cranberry Relish. And okay. it's two cups of raw cranberries, one small onion, sour cream, sugar, and horseradish from a jar. That sounds like something my family would eat. Because, I mean, it's the German heritage that we're all like, just give us anything. Maybe that's like... what it is. Horseradish and sour yeah. cream combined with, like, yeah. seasonal flavorings. Uh-huh. It says, it sounds terrible, but it tastes terrific, Stramberg says, of the Pepto-Bismol pink dish. <laughs> That's amazing. And then, yeah, the other one is ginger, garlic, apple cider vinegar, which I'm, I love apple so, yeah. cider vinegar, cayenne pepper, actual Ooh. already prepared cranberry sauce, and then salt and pepper. Okay. And that's the chutney, the chutney which one. also okay. just sounds so good. So I just love cranberries. I don't get why we don't eat it all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cranberries are really yummy. I guess we could. I just love how tart they are. Uh Anyway. Me too. The other thing that I did was I decided to revive my, because the last thing that I'm making is stuffing, or I guess dressing, if you want to be technical. I always like to make bread for it, because I just think it's a little bit more fun, and, you know, I'm a show off with my bread making. You know. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) I revived my sourdough starter from, you know, like 2018 that I used a lot Uh at the beginning of the pandemic, but I haven't used it for a while. And I was like, you know, none of these are going to be very pretty because I'm terrible at making pretty bread. So I'll just double the recipe so that Uh at least one of them will be like appropriate to bring as also a loaf. Right, right. And I had forgotten how much dough this created. So I ended up with four large, very, very ugly loaves of sourdough. Oh no! Four. Four. So I took one over to my friend Sarah's house this oh morning. Gosh. I was like, "Hi, I have very ugly but very tasty bread for you," and she's like, "Perfect, sounds great." <laughs> I mean, that's really all that matters. It can be like ugly and rustic or artesian, whatever. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, like just exactly. as long as it tastes good, it's fine. Well, what, what fine. I was thinking when I was like slicing a piece for myself, I was like, you know what? You mostly only see bread sliced. Like, if you're giving yeah. it to people, it doesn't matter if it's that ugly. Like. I just don't know how people get such a shiny, beautiful exterior on their sourdough breads. Mine is always like, I'm sure it's like an, it's wild an egg wash. Looking. I don't know. That seems like I cheating, think it's an right? egg wash. No, it it's not be. cheating. It's an egg wash. I'm pretty sure. Well, I used all of the dough, or else I try it again, and now I can't make bread for like several weeks because I'm gonna have to freeze two entire still- loaves. <laughs> Unless you just like delivered off as baked goods for somebody else on the way or something. I know. That's always the thing. I mean, nobody's ever mad to be given a loaf of bread, no matter how ugly. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And it's fresh and it's yummy. Oh, and I also made Spanakopita, which my family always makes for anything because my dad is half Greek and everyone loves Spanakopita. So it's just a tradition. Mm -hmm. And I tried a new method and it was so much easier than my old method. My like Uh traditional family method. So, you know, they're like squares of phyllo dough. Yes. Uh-huh. So my whole entire life, it's been the whole production mm-hmm. of like pulling three sheets off at a time, buttering them, rolling them up. And that like, I guess, buttering the whole sheet, slicing, rolling, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Right. This time. And I think that maybe my sister or mom saw somebody do this on the internet or something, but we were talking about it a few weeks ago and I actually tried it, which is just take out all the dough at once. So you don't have to worry about the dough. You're not using it drying out. 
take oh, all right. of it uh-huh. out at once. Don't just take out three sheets and then roll it back up and like put a wet towel over it, which is what oh, we've right. done. Unroll the whole thing, slice it all at the same uh-huh. time, and then roll it from there. And so that's what I did. So I didn't okay. end up putting butter on the inside. So hopefully that won't impact the taste too much because I'm still going to butter it before oh, it goes right. in the oven. I'm sure it'll be fine. So it should be fine. But it was like a thousand times easier. And also wow. using a two tablespoon um, like cookie Mm-hmm. scoop rather than just regular spoons <laughs> which yeah, is also yeah. what my family's always done it was yeah. just so easy i made like 40 of them in like 15 minutes it was so oh, fast wow oh that's good that's nice and my also my other trick to it i mean i honestly don't even know what a traditional spanakopita recipe is because i am only one quarter greek and my non-greek uh-huh. <laughs> parent is the one who's always made it for us but my trick is always doing like twice as much cottage cheese as feta cheese it okay, makes it way okay. cheaper, uh-huh. and because cottage cheese is a little bit more mushable, it also uh-huh. creates like a much better binding in the addition to the eggs that you add. Yeah, than just feta alone. So mm-hmm. we'll see that how it goes. Sense. I froze all of them so we can take them frozen and then just like mm-hmm. pop them in the oven in. when we get to our friends' place. Oh yeah. But yeah, that's what that's I've been exciting. up to the last few days. In addition to like my actual full-time job and everything else. <laughs> everything else going on in your life. <laughs> yeah. But I love oh. the cooking stuff. It's like really the only reason obviously Thanksgiving has such like stupid, idiotic, horrible right. background stuff, but mm-hmm. I really like cooking for people I love. And I think that that's like mm-hmm. maybe why Thanksgiving is like a holiday that people enjoy even yeah, despite I all of so. the like awful genocidal background <laughs> yeah yeah i agree not yeah, to laugh about I, genocide i'm sorry oh no 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 but i think like christmas feels like a different reason than cooking coming together if that makes any sense Thanksgiving yeah. feels like the cooking holiday cooking. right know, exactly the it's, the, it's the olympics of cooking i mean that's why canada had to take thanksgiving for itself too because they were just jealous to of do it food. at another time okay <laughs> yeah. speaking of canada my, yes. Our friend Jenny, who created Le Beau Montero, who we love so much, yes. she introduced me to this concept of CanCon, Canadian content. It's a law uh-huh. in Canada that more than 50% of stuff shown oh, on yes, TV or radios uh-huh. in like the daytime mm-hmm. hours has to be Canadian made. Yes, yes, that, I knew I mean, this. <laughs> that clears yep. up why there are so many great Canadian comedians and singers uh-huh. and artists because they all were given this opportunity to have like yeah. this incredible breadth of work before they uh-huh. even tried to become international. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's I think so, it's so cool. cool. Yeah, it's yeah, so and cool. they have their own because well, my friend that I had in Korea, Benji. Hi, Benji. You're not listening to this podcast, but I'm talking about you because I love you so much. <laughs> the one who I hiked with a lot. Right. He used to work in the entertainment industry, like script writing stuff like that. Oh, cool. And like new, oh, what's the guy from the sh- from Schitt's Creek? Dan Levy or Eugene? Uh, Daniel Levy. Levy. Yeah. He Levy. was like a year, le- a year or two ahead of him in school and oh, stuff. Oh, funny. Like, so, so like he, I mean, he was still script writing when I left. Like he was like a genius. But anyway, um, Benji was not Daniel Levy. I've never ever met Daniel Levy. <laughs> he does seem like a genius. I feel <laughs> he does seem like a genius. Yes, too. I'm sure he is. Uh, so, so yeah, the, he, he, that's like, that's what he would talk about a lot is that's how I knew about it because yeah. they got lots of opportunity. They, you know, they got, they had like their own little, 
it feels like like I don't want to say the miniature Hollywood, but they have like so many filming right, things up there. I'd always known that people filmed like, a lot there, but I shows, thought it was probably yeah. just for like tax reasons. I didn't realize that there yeah. was like also laws in, about mm-hmm. Canadian broadcasting. Yeah, the article I feel like that Jenny like, sent me though was oh, interesting because I guess it doesn't include online content, so there's like this mm. whole thing that's going to be have to be worked out about like how to keep the spirit of those regulations oh, and like yeah. also because they they made the point that um handmaid's tale does not count as canadian content because it okay even though it's written by a canadian oh. and it's filmed mm-hmm. in canada it doesn't count because of who the producers are right but then like right. some show about you know like medieval england or whatever does count as canadian content mm-hmm. because it has a canadian producer so yeah, there's sort yeah. of like some distinctions where it's like this doesn't totally make sense so it probably should mm-hmm. re- be revamped but I can't yeah. stop thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> well, I think if I remember correctly Orphan Black was a Canadian TV show and then it was picked up in America like Canadian rights sold it to like American stations yeah. I think like Sci-Fi Network or so I forget who picked it up in the States so like they have like really good shows like yeah. very well written very right. well acted shows and I've always you, you know like you notice that there are so many celebrities who are Canadian and it just makes mm-hmm. sense that they'd be able to break into a larger market younger if they have this like ability to access doing creative projects because Canada puts such an emphasis on needing to create more content Right, it's Canadian right. focus. So like, you mm-hmm. know, like Michael, Michael Myers, Mike Myers, or even what's the guy from Deadpool? Like just uh, people Ryan who Reynolds. got yeah. so famous, like pretty young, but they had all mm-hmm. of this back stuff because they just had access to doing so much shit on Canadian TV. Yeah. It's just yeah. so interesting. I was like, all right, Canada, I see what I mean, you're I- doing. I mean, and you can kind of see like why, because like with America, like right beside you, right? They have to create a strong cultural presence that's like separate from the U.S. Yeah, it totally. I just was like, I had never heard of it, and I was so, Mm -hmm. I'm so interested in hearing more about it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's fun. I love that. Yeah. Sometimes you just find these rabbit holes, and you're like, well, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is ADHD. where I am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was chatting briefly with our friend Thomas from A Hermit's Mirror earlier because oh, he, yes. po- he reposted some like astrology stuff to his stories and both of us are Taurus suns. Oh, um, yes. And also both of us are Gemini Mercuries, which we were joking. Oh. He was like, what are your moon and rising again? And I said Capricorn for both, which is why I think it surprises some people to hear that because I'm like not as structured as people with so much in their big three would seem. Mm -hmm. And I said, it's either the ADHD or all the Gemini in my chart. And he said, you have Gemini Mercury, don't you? And I was like, (laughs) I do. And he's like, me too. And I can never tell if that's the way I, why I am the way I am or if it's ADHD either. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) That's really funny. And I have Gemini and Mercury and Mars. So like all of Uh my communication styles, whether like casual or in Rage or or Rage or Gemini, Gemini. which explains why I'm so bad at grudges, Esther. This is true. This is true. You turn the other cheek way too fast. I just like don't even ever think about it. Yeah. (laughs) But meanwhile, my husband and my sister and you, I have so many Cancerian friends who are like, how can how could you do this? How could you do this? Thankfully, all of you are really forgiving and understanding about me forgetting about grudges, and you don't hold grudges against me for releasing grudges so quickly. (laughs) It's like, okay, there she goes. Okay, exactly. While I'm over here seething, she's over. Okay, there she's going. Okay. 
Good to know. Good to know. Making note of that. I'm still mad. I but know. Okay. You, but then if people remind me, I can get back on board, but I just forget. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's, it's, and we know, I think, I'm pretty sure we all know it's nothing intentional. It's just. Oh, yeah. Bizarre, no, definitely so. not. And when it's something yeah. really significant, I can Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. It's right, mostly right. like petty like, uh, if I feel sort of like a petty insult, I'm like, well, eh, whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm like, they insulted my family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How That's... dare they? No, yeah. <laughs> my sister, ha- my, we always tell my sister she has the Cassandra complex where she's always right about everything, but nobody ever believes her initially. <laughs> and I feel like that goes hand in hand with grudge holding because she just remembers yeah. what people say. And she's like, uh-huh. oh, that person's not trustworthy because of X, Y, and Z. And everyone's like, but Katie, they're so fun. And she's like, no, I swear <laughs> they're garbage. And then yes. she's always yes. right. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know how many people I have called out in the tarot community just privately been like, eh, no, there's something not right. And then years later, there's something not right. Right. And I can't, I can't even say, and I told you so. Because you kept matter. it to yourself. Maybe I you need to, to be more confrontational about it. In my, I just need to be subtweeting or sub storying more, apparently. So. Yeah. You should just always. So I get the credit. You should like have a time stamped note on your phone so that there's like proof and then you can just share, share screenshots shots as that's yes. happening <laughs> exactly in 2017 i said this no both of our problems these days is that we're super not involved not. with the community anymore so people will bring up names and we'll be like who's that now who? <laughs> yeah who that's why yeah and i'm not really great with names anyway just tell me the deck and i'll be like okay I got you. yeah I got you. exactly okay. tell me the deck or it'll be like yeah. Oh, so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll look, and it turns out that we both follow each other. We're, like, mutuals and have been for years. I'm like, oh, Oh, (laughs) I don't remember that happening at all. I believe it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I know. Oh, to be be the secret holders is so interesting. I know. Not saying saying we would ever, like, share secrets or anything like that, but just knowing... Knowing how things work, knowing how the industry works, and knowing people in the in the industry is just interesting. So. I don't feel like I know anyone in the industry. You, you're well, better at keeping chats going than I am. I just kind of let things, <laughs> like, I just am bad at responding ever. You you forget, just like you forget the the wrongdoings of people. You forget chats. <laughs> yeah, the Gemini and, is always Geminiing somewhere. And, and then I'm suddenly like, wait a second. I should really look on Discord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You've been tagged four times. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I realized today that I don't get notifications yes. from anything on Discord. So I need to adjust oh. that because at one point I did. So yeah. I, you know yeah. how sometimes apps will like revert to previous oh, or whatever. Yes. And you're just like, wait mm-hmm. a second, hold on. I feel like I just don't ever get any yeah. Discord yeah. alerts. Mm-hmm. Like not even mentions, so yeah. I need to dig into that a little bit to figure out why. Because yeah. I feel like our friend Claire is like in the midst of creating a deck that I had no idea she was revisiting at oh, all yeah, because yeah. I just hadn't been <laughs> looking like, looking regularly chat. enough at the yeah. chat to remember. And I was like, oh shit, cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's really cool. it's embarrassing. Uh, I will say in the Wiley Tarot group. Someone shared, uh, just a moment, let me get to, oh, dang it, I don't mean, didn't mean to, and my phone, it's on the right page, but here it's not, of course, <laughs> on my computer. Where did they post it? It's not under general witchiness, uh, not under astrology, oh, dang it, we have too many good titled rooms for huh. you to find stuff. <laughs> Episode chat, maybe? Mm, card draws, where Jenna posted some printable 
journal pages for journaling prompts for your card draws. So you, you like write down their PDFs for your happy planner, for a journal size. There's even one that's colorful and stuff. So oh my yes, gosh. She just shared it today. So you can go in under the card draws uh, section in our Wiley Tarot Discord, which you can find the link in our show notes. And it's and there's she has like three, four, five different PDFs that you can potentially download and use for yourself. And it was just so nice for her to share. That is so really thank nice. Thank you so much. Oh Dr- yeah. How wonderful. I yeah. always, always think that this will be the year that I start keeping track of shit. <laughs> okay. You, d- my algorithms are algorithming to the point where it's like four different journals and like one Instagram, like little like thing. And I'm like, okay, you cannot get me this year. You're not going to draw me in. Yeah. I'm not going to be tricked. Well, do you remember that last year or the year before I created a whole yes. PDF that I put on the Patreon? Yes, you did. Like, uh-huh. And yes. I printed it out for myself, like in, like I had it printed and bound for myself uh-huh. and I used it. Probably 12 times the entire year. Hey, that's one time each month. That's probably better than the year before. I think it was probably six times in one month and then once every other month for the rest of the year. <laughs> but still, it's still pretty used pretty well. This oh. year I bought the Shawnee Nichols one and we'll see oh, how yes. that goes. Because I okay. like the idea of having so many prompts, but I just, mm-hmm. ah, I'm just so bad at them. So I'm going to keep it. Yeah. Around the only successful way I've ever journaled has been to use the Llewellyn's Witches Date Book and to right. treat it like a journal, even though it's technically a planner. I'm not keeping track of anything other than like, right, if I moved my body that day or mm-hmm. what I actually actively did, like I saw so and so and like whatever, that's it because mm-hmm. I can't, everything else, it just is too much pressure for me to write anything down. Yeah, 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 that makes total sense. Absolutely. About anything. And especially because with Chani, I feel like it'll be nice to maybe dig in some into some Astro stuff a little bit more, too, because uh-huh. I'm such a dummy about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Chani has really great stuff in general. Right. I'm not, like, so. totally committed enough to buy a year subscription to the app. However. <laughs> I have. Accidentally, but I have. <laughs> Was it one of those like one week trial and then you didn't yes. cancel it? And then I forgot to cancel it because life. And then I was like, what is this? What is this like? What is it? $75 charge? I was like, what is that? And I was like, oh, well, at least it's for that and not something worse, you know? That's like, true. I think so. that I'm going to ask my uh, brother and sister in law for subscriptions to different language learning apps this oh, year. Oh, yeah. Because I've been using, did I already tell you about Busu or have I talked about it on the podcast? No, I don't think so. I, I know what Busu is because I think I downloaded it, but I haven't. It's like, so I feel like doing it alongside of Duolingo is so helpful uh-huh. because Duolingo is a lot of repetitive stuff to like get vocab right. down. And right. Busu is like not enough repetitiveness. Like it's pushing uh-huh. you to learn new concepts. It's really hard. My brain is like actively fully engaged the whole time. Okay. And yesterday I had to go back like three levels to uh-huh. read cover an issue that I felt like I hadn't oh. really retained. It's like yeah. pushing me really hard, but I think doing them both together is really helping me a lot with language acquisition. Mm-hmm. And right. I am tired of watching the stupid ads. And honestly, I do feel oh, like I yeah, can girl yeah, yeah. math my way into it pretty easily because the ads that uh-huh. I keep getting are for Sephora. And almost oh. like at least once a day, I find myself clicking on one of them and going to the Sephora uh-huh. app and like almost 
putting buying stuff something. into my yeah. yeah. Like I'm avoiding <laughs> it, but I'm like, oh uh-huh. no, it's no. getting me over and so over how again. Many, how many Sephora products would it take to buy a yearly subscription to Busu? I mean, it's probably only like $45. I'm just a weirdo a about year? paying for apps. Yes, That's Esther. Fine. I just that is hate nothing. paying for apps. <laughs> Uh, I'm the person who pays for apps because it makes my life easier because I hate ads. I'm I still paying my, my, my D and D friends. Okay. I have one. I love my D and D friends so much, but one, <laughs> he is so angry at YouTube for having a paid subscription. I'm like, Oh okay. yeah. <laughs> and I, I used to have it mostly because I would teach in schools and I didn't want like weird, right. You know, ask, you don't want the algorithms. Exactly. Right. You don't want your algorithm to be shown yeah. to your student in that exactly. way. <laughs> exactly. So the, I paid for it happily. And I think in Korea it was like, I, I want to say it was something like nine bucks a month or something in Korea. Coming yeah. here, it's like 20 bucks a month for whatever reason. But I don't have any other subscriptions. I don't have a Hulu. I don't have a Netflix. I just got Shudder for Dragula because I love Dragula. It's like the only reason I subscribe to Shudder every year is because of yeah. this drag show. And then I yeah. stop it. Yeah. You know, so, you know, so I don't have any. So, for, and to me, most of the listening content I have is YouTube, whether it's like live trials or like long form podcast stuff. It's yeah, all on YouTube. So it, I don't. Yeah. I don't mind, to be honest, but my friend, he does mind. And so I just don't mention it at all. (laughs) You're like, it's just not going to come up for us. It's just not a thing. Right. So so to me, like, I would rather pay to not see the ads. Yeah, that's fair. Because, and also, like, because I'm not, just a second, the dog's about to bark because my sister's came home. Because I'm not, like, inundated with ads. I'm not wasting my time watching ads. Yeah. It's saving me time. It's saving me money in the long run. Yeah. Because, and so to me, that's that's worth it. Oh, there they go. They're like, yeah. she's here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Especially for Busu, because I think right now it's like 75% off of their yearly rate. So that's why Do it now. I know. You're right. Oh. Because <laughs> it's, well, it's Black Friday. You have to like do it now because otherwise if you don't do it now, it's going to go back up and then it's not going to be worth that price. Well, but the other thing, and I think that this is really what's going to ultimately get me, is that I am getting a lot out of both of those apps. Like it's right. not like they're time wasters. Like I'm not spending $45 on this other stupid game that I can't fucking right. stop playing no matter how hard I try called yeah. Homescapes that I'm on level like 1480 <laughs> and That's fine. When, when I look at my screen time I'm like how uh-huh. am I spending so much time on this fucking app this is now, so embarrassing now, with Duolingo get friends involved because you can do a family pass That's and true. Your fr- it's, and your friends can chip in for whatever and you'll be on the same thing. Because that's what another one of my friends did for Duolingo. Yeah, for the family thing. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. So if you have other people that even, like, if they're just casually learning a language for travel, it may be worth it to them to go in with you before that. And, like, I think my friend, like, posted on Instagram about it. Like, hey, if anyone wants to split a family Duolingo with me, let me know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Oh, that's smart. Because then you're not forcing it. Like, my sister runs herself on a really tight budget. So I'd feel very bad if I, if she felt like pressured by me to like agree to it. Right. Yeah. But just open up and see. And you know, if someone you, you, just see who's there, cause you never know. You I mean, it's not a fucking through. hard sell. You just, I just did it. Right. I mean, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> I'm so susceptible. This is my lifelong I'm, problem. I'm like, this, all right, I did. Okay. okay I did it. <laughs> but, but also I'm a really good salesperson in general. So yeah. you're welcome. Duolingo. Please send me. Yeah. Please, I would like the, I would like the code. The 40%. Type in Esther, <laughs> Esther in checkout for your, <laughs> Exactly. Support the podcast. (laughs) But I'm pulling a Nathan and I'm going to add it to my calendar right now to cancel it. Good. 
one yeah. year from now. Good, good. Look at you. Learning. Growth. I know, because sometimes Budgeting. you're like, how did all of this, how did I accidentally end up? That's honestly why I can't ever no. do that, like, after pay or whatever. Oh, Because yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like if I ever opened up that door for myself, uh-huh. I would be so screwed every single month when Cannot. it suddenly is like uh-huh. $20, $15 charges at yes. the same time. Uh, also, what I also do is I'll pay for it and then cancel it immediately because it'll cancel oh, a year out. smart. Yeah. Yeah, so that's okay. what I've done. But that's, that's why I they do say fourteen. Apps. Yeah, that's why they say fourteen day money back guarantee though, because right. I bet that they know people are gonna do that, so they want you to wait right. at least two weeks. But I'll do it on in two right. weeks. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. In two weeks, when the money comes out, because I see the charge, I'll or like once a month when I when I look at my subscriptions, maybe I'll just cancel the ones that are like that are far out. And it already be life advice with Esther. <laughs> That's really smart. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> it's just because I've like I purchased one time that plant app. Yeah, you remember that plant app? Yes, I randomly purchased for like a hundred bucks, and We're I was like, like, "What? No, of course I'm gonna be regularly <laughs> needing to use Taking a plant ID app." Yeah, <laughs> of course no. I will. <laughs> No, because I'm just the worst about forgetting because ADHD is out of sight, out of mind. So right, exactly. That's, why, that's been my workaround. Has been like, okay, when I see the charge, immediately cancel it. Right. Yeah. But and I am. I, I do feel like it. I would probably even continue on with it. But I yeah. still want the seventy-five percent off, just because exactly, I've never. Right. I mean, I took Spanish in high school. I was like, when mm-hmm, did I take mm-hmm. Spanish? I took Spanish <laughs> in high school. I've never felt so like. I mean, obviously, I'm still really nervous about talking, speaking in it, oh, but I right. told my boss and my coworker, Cassie, both of whom speak Spanish fluently and like for both of them as their first language. And they're like, it's it, be, it just means so much that you're even trying. Like, it's just oh, so good. Yeah. No one thinks you sound like an idiot. And I was like, I sound no. like such an idiot. They're like, it's yeah. okay. No one will ever tell you that because it's just so exciting. No, I'm trying to learn. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> because that's the thing. It's like America because America and even like this is my experience with Western like people in Korea a lot of them don't make that attempt yeah even though you may live in the country I like I knew people who lived in the country for like 10 plus years really didn't they didn't they couldn't read any Korean they could barely speak anything because they lived in Seoul. For the most part, most of those people kind of live in Seoul. So they're right. kind of like so you can get away in with this it. huge bubble. You can get away with it where someone like me really couldn't. But also I liked the language part of the stuff. So right. So it was never a problem for me. Yeah. So, and so like, and I know part, some of it can be um, tiring to hear like my level of Korean. Like, oh my gosh, you're so good at Korean. And you just say hello, right? Yeah. But, you know, because one of my friends, like he was super fluent in Korean and he, and it, kind of came across passive aggressive to him when people would say that like we didn't expect you as a foreigner to, to know Korean you know sort of stuff and for me I'm like well you know also at the same time they're mostly meeting foreigners who don't know Korean right exactly they're all. just truly so stoked. so I don't I'm not saying that he was wrong or they were wrong I'm just saying in general like they you know people their experience is very different where they yeah. don't meet really any you know f- foreigners that know Korean right beyond right. like a hello yeah so which even I know because of fucking arrested development which is <laughs> yes, like not I know. the best way to learn one Korean word it's just from one like the, one of the most underdeveloped <laughs> the characters. characters of all comedy <laughs> it's true it's true <laughs> actually by season four they give Anyang more to do but still they do but still right exactly they could have used it way more <laughs> yeah exactly uh yeah. but yeah it's it's been interesting because I do feel like I'm like 
I, I can't even remember what card I pulled for this year. I'm sure I could go uh-huh. back through a journal and find it. But I'm, like, finding myself really yearning for a lot of, like, learning opportunities right now. Mm-hmm. I saw yeah. something, and obviously this is probably, like, TikTok astrology, so who even knows, like, who it was or what they were trying to say. But right. there's, like, something that's going on right now that's sort of replicating 2011 to 2013, in, mm-hmm. like, celestially, which is okay. really interesting to me because that's when I was in grad school. And so I remember okay. having feelings of, like, really yearning to learn then mm-hmm. that I haven't mm-hmm. been that focused on for the last decade but now I'm like signed up for the ceramics class in spring semester yeah. and like I'm learning Spanish and I'm just like I'm feeling like and it might be because so many of my peers are having babies and so I'm like I right. need to, to feel something yeah so I need to birth something. your mind <laughs> your Zeus <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I just can't get sucked into like never doing anything so oh, right 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 it's yeah. it can be, it just feel so easy especially when you're like I'm still trying to figure out thyroid stuff there's just all, all right. this stuff going on I'm like it's easy to just be like and now I'm going to rest for a little bit and then like mm-hmm. never do anything <laughs> right right I mean I'm so much better than before I had any thyroid diagnosis but it's my numbers are still all off and so I'm just like really tired a lot <laughs> oh yeah yeah that makes that makes total sense it's yeah. annoying <laughs> but it's not Sounds cancer annoying. I'm Yay! telling you this season of wildly tarot was like the most like chaotic for both of us <laughs> mm-hmm. yes yes yeah and while you're like in this period of learning, I'm like in this period of like, I don't want to say like extreme hermiting, but like all of my hobbies seem very like hermitish. Really? That makes well, because like I'm trying to get back into writing now because I have like a like a little bug in my mind for like a series. Oh, and really? then and so I, yeah 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 and so like it that's kind of like in the back of my brain like, but I'm also like practicing with other stuff first before I even attempt stuff. And then, of course, yoga, even though you're in a group, you're still solitary. Right, right. You know, you're not so... chatting the whole time, hopefully. Jesus. That would be oh, so but annoying. I've been doing so many bad yoga classes. Oh, like, no. I keep leaving angry. Oh, no. <laughs> like, last night, the girl who was teaching the class, I'm sure she's very, I, like, I have to say, I'm sure these people are very nice. Her cues That's giving so them a slow. lot of... That's giving she, a lot of like, credit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm trying to be charitable because I, she, because like, but she was like in class, like giving like specific minor adjustments to like individuals oh, the entire no. time. Oh, yeah. And then she was so slow on her cues. I didn't know where we were going. So my legs like hanging in the air and I'm like, what's going on? Where are we going next? And she would not tell <laughs> us the pose until after she finished cueing, like how to move our bodies. And I'm like, just tell me to go Sky Archer. I know that. Right. Like, exactly. I feel like, like I'm say, dying here. Exactly. Like just say Sky Archer, like, you know, straighten your front leg, you know, tilt, put your arm to the sky. Done. Like yeah. you don't need to be like, like this whole long now explanation yeah, to then totally. say Sky Archer. I'm so, telling you. One time my mom, my mom and sister and I were going to like a place that had hot springs together for a weekend. And mom was like, oh, and we can do yoga. And Katie said, I don't want to do that. That's the worst and most boring sport. <laughs> because it, it both is incredibly difficult and yeah, also yeah. boring as hell if you're not in the right mindset. Right. Well, and, and like the thing is, is like I've done, I don't want to say I've done like plenty of good yoga, but I know what style I like. Yeah. I know how the teach, how the teaching I kind of like, I'm a, I figured out I'm a, okay. First of all, I took a long like form online ADHD test, like a hundred and something questions. Oh, and dang. I'm like, I'm not ADHD, autism test. And I'm like, 
up there in the autism. So I was like, oh, okay, well, this is <laughs> clarifying. This is clarifying. But I'm taking, like, when people say things literally, I take it literally. Yeah, like, of course. Like, I mean, I, I guess like, not, of course. We, <laughs> right. No. We share that trait. Both of us right, take we things share literally. this trait. Yes. So if someone, like, says, like, you know, like, you know, twist your, you know, like, turn your legs and do something, I'm just going to do those two steps. Yeah. I'm not going to. Assume that we're doing something else unless they say so. Right. Meanwhile, they actually meant something else, but didn't give those further directions. I think that's the directioner doing a bad job because if yeah, you're teaching yeah. a class, you have to give people everything you want them to exactly. do. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so to me, it's so frustrating because in class, they'll be like, what do you want me to do? Like, right. I will, I cannot hide my face when I'm frustrated, like, <laughs> like looking at them. What do you what do you want from me? Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. They're like so, I can I can see how annoyed you are with me right yes. now. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm trying not to be like I'm trying I'm trying not to show that I'm frustrated because yeah. I know it's not them. It's just the communication style that's right. not landing in me that they're giving. Uh, but they could and do so, a better job because there are always going to be people right. who process things the way that you do in their classes. Right. Yes. Yes. I had the so, opposite situation the okay. other day in a work meeting where somebody told me that someone was leaving our place of employment and I was so uh -huh. overjoyed and then realized that I needed to like not look Tone so overjoyed. <laughs> It's like the exact opposite of the same exact problem yes. where you're like, oh, yes. oh, oh. oh. <laughs> you know, I can hide my face in church situations and social situations, but get me on in an exercise situation where I'm not you're understanding focused. what you want me to do. Yeah, exactly. It's like, so I've, I'm just learning I cannot go to like specific teachers because if not, I will. And I, I, I try to leave it at the door with being angry with people, but it's just that that. Like I can't, I can't go to sleep after that. Like, yeah. you I'm shouldn't so worked up now. ever have to so, be in situations where I, you I leave like enraged. I, you, so, oh, I feel like in general, leaving anything enraged is probably not a good sign. No, not, no, no, no. So. <laughs> so I'm just going to stick with the three teachers that I do like that do speak literally and give very good direction and keep learning from them. Oh, one girl, she had, did I tell you she had like marching band music to her in her yoga class? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was like jazz. And she's like, she's really cute. She's like my style, like could have a lesbian coupleship with her. Yeah. But. But her music taste was horrible in this yoga class. That was like, it's nope. just all John Souza. <laughs> just like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. No, it was like music some band. jazz with saxophones and trumpets, Sound. which I don't mind. But it was the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. So. There's a time and a place for a trumpet. And I would say a yoga yes. class is the last place that I would expect <laughs> yeah. a trumpet to be happening. Or if it's during like the high point where you're all like pushing it and you need some sort of like umph behind no. you, I can maybe see it. Then. No, Esther, maybe. I still can't picture a trumpet in that scenario. I'm, try I'm trying to give people the benefit of the doubt that they have good taste, <laughs> but she does not clearly. That's so. hilarious. <laughs> I mean, what are you supposed to do? I swear to God, I think you should listen to the whole entire Andre 3000 album. Oh, it was so good. add some of that to your playlist that you have to create. Hi, Doongs. He's a Doongy. Doogie says, what are you hi. doing? Why are you looking at your computer screen? Oh, He's like, why are you so excited? There's Gamsha <laughs> too. Like, She's right behind you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're both. I don't know what they think is over here. Here. Is it? I don't know. It's not. I don't have any food. Nope, nope. Yesterday I, I was eating apples and cheese and I did drop a piece of cheese on the floor and oh? I was like, great, now Mac is going to think that I'm always going to drop a piece of cheese on the floor because I fucking did it once and she's so committed to this. 
I mean, I, she I always sits there like she's... I'm going to. Well, I mean, she, it's just just in case, mom. Just exactly. Case. I actually need her help just in case I drop yeah. something. Yeah, she's, oh. she's going to be helpful. So yes. my mom and dad just celebrated their 40th wedding anniversary two days ago. Right, their pictures were so cute on Instagram. I mean, they're so stupid and adorable, aren't they? It's just <laughs> they I just love them so, so much. Adorable. <sighs> anyway, they went to the Redwoods in Northern California for their anniversary. And my mom stopped at a bookstore, which is wild uh-huh. because my mom's not a used bookstore person. Like, my dad can spend a million hours in a used bookstore, but she just gets too distracted. She's like not that interested in it, but they stopped mm-hmm. at a used bookstore and she went into the tarot section and was like, uh-huh. do you want any of these decks? And was kind of reading titles to me. And I was like, you know what? Just choose something that you, that reminds me of you or reminds you of me. Like, yeah, none of these sound familiar. So just give me whatever. And then she called me back and she said, Oh, there are also two romance decks. One is a Lenormand deck and one is a Kipper deck. And oh. I was like, get me the Kipper deck. I have yeah, no idea yeah. what it's called or what how it, it involves romance. Hey. But that's part of my Christmas present and I couldn't be more happy. That is so cool. So we're getting more that. Kipper involved. Romance Yay. Kipper. I guess I could have Googled it. I'm sure there aren't that many. Well, I, I wonder if it's um what's his face's romance Kipper book. Um, uh, Kipper. Um. He, uh, Ciro. C- 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 Ciro. Yeah, yeah. I think Ciro. Ciro Marchetti. Yeah, I think it's maybe his. That would make sense because the cover of that the is... The cover is very romantic. Yeah, like pretty Edwardian romance-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to yeah. like it as much as That's I like my the guess. Seaborn, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my <laughs> guess. Knowing knowing the Kipper repertoire that is out there, I think that's the uh, the one that she probably saw. Yeah, that would make the most sense. And it's oh. mass market, so of course she it might is more likely yeah. to be in a used bookstore. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I could see that, definitely. She said that none of them looked open, which is funny because I kind of got oh. that vibe from your used bookstore, too, that a lot of them were, like, not yeah. used. So, most of them were almost, yeah, some of them were almost, like, brand new. Because I, I think one of the ones I sent may have has still had, like, the sticker on it, like, to, that it wasn't open yet, maybe. Or that they had just been, like, opened and then sent or whatever. So. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how they get them. Well, well, I'm not giving away any of mine, so we'll never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me either. Although, right have we talked about this on the podcast yet? That, like, huge influx of people selling decks and all the different Facebook marketplaces for them. It seems like people are getting so. rid of entire collections. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So. It doesn't surprise me because I feel like with the unsettledness that was the Trump era, lots of yeah. people like f- fled to spirituality and tarot was something easily accessible. And yeah, like, and now like the, the, the now the evangelical Christians are getting all of them instead. I watched yeah. Twin Flames. All those people would so easily be tarot people too. I think that because what's his face's wife? That's what she was. She was yeah. a local reader, right? Shalia. Yeah. Shalia. Megan yeah. is her actual name. Shalia is her twin flame's name. <laughs> you and I have always been so anti twin Anti the idea of twin flames. And so the fact that now there's like this twin flames experience zeitgeist with all these documentaries about this one cult, it's like, <laughs> yeah, we could have told you. Yeah. I think we have like first episodes where we've like ranted about twin flames in general. Yeah. Like I'm sure that we have because we both feel incredibly (laughs) passionately about it. (laughs) Dumb. It's It's just so dumb. I also think it's like just rife with opportunity. It's not that I get why people want it. Yes. I I understand the the emotional need for that. Yes. Right. But 
it's just like it's there's so much opportunity for abuse within anything that's mm-hmm. set up where one person has all the answers. Well, and the fact that it was set up from it wasn't even like one of those cults that was like an accidental cult, you know, like where it started out sincere and then right. became something. This was never sincere to begin with. No, he was yeah. always looking for the money. I think we did yeah. talk about this in the last episode. Anyway, we, we both feel we very passionate it, but about it's fine. it still. Yes, we were still passionate about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think that's a bit different too. So, yeah, I just feel like in anything, it's like if I mean we've talked about this in so many different contexts, but whenever anyone says I have the answers you're looking for, mm-hmm. it's like there's room for both abuse and also financial abuse, like real. Yes. Like emotional and physical abuse, as well as just insane financial abuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I think agreed. I saw some some assessment of Twin Flames, or maybe it was even in the uh, Amazon doc where they were talking about what they're really. The only thing they currently need is like a really rich member, the way that Nixium had those twins. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they need somebody yeah. to have like a big influx of cash, basically, and then yeah. they'd be like yeah. full blown isolated cult. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the course is being so expensive. I know. But that's yeah. also a place that we've always talked about. If somebody's saying we need $10,000 and then you'll be able to whatever. Right. Take out credit cards. I mean, well, also like Alistair Crowley had how many rich people giving him money. Yeah. I mean, that's what our most recent negative review was that you found for us. Where somebody was like, these bitches hate Aleister Crowley. They only talked about Lady Frida. But dear listener, this man has been learning about tarot for three entire weeks. So we definitely should take his opinion over ours. I was not not even looking at the reviews. Like, because I'm honest, like whenever... You know, I never look at the reviews for anything. Like, I'm always the person to, to like, I don't care. Like, because I don't. The book is out of our hands. It's right. done. Can't take anything back. Boo-hoo. Right. You know, sorry for you that you hated it. Whatever. But I just <laughs> happened to be, like, I was sending the link to a friend who wanted to see the book. And so I sent the link. And I just happened to scroll down. It was, like, too woke. And I was, like, what about being woke? Like, right. I thought we were Must pretty fair. Must more. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I found it is because they labeled it, like, uh, that we were, I mean, whatever. You know, it doesn't matter. But it was, I was just, that was what was eye-catching was the title of it. So. It just is so fun. I want to find it again because it's, like, we don't have that many reviews. No, no, no. And it was and in the international section. he also still section. gave us three stars, which I yeah, think is, like, yeah. pretty generous considering but, he But he also was. said, he also said there was a different book that was better than ours, but he hadn't read it yet because it was on its way to his, to him. But he recommended it instead of ours. Of course, of like, course. Okay. So that makes total okay. sense. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Dude, okay. No, it's uh, dripping sticky with woke. That's gross. Oh, first of all, first of all, that sounds very sexual. <laughs> like, <does. laughs> like, what are you actually trying to say here? Yes, yes. <laughs> and also, I don't even, there aren't that many bad reviews. Like, this is the no. only one that shows up when you filter for critical. So it's like, uh-huh. what are you talking about? But it says, <laughs> right. I won't bore you with another tirade against this pernicious, auto-flagellating ideology come hyper-Calvinist pseudo-religion. But just okay. as a warning, if you're already so persuaded, they denigrate Waite and Crowley and gush over Pixie and Lady Frida. We know the ladies are well-recognized and rightfully so, as we are, as we also know why the disparity in treatment as far as having history on the cover, you'd think that the authors would have done some research. I'm about three weeks into tarot, including historical research, and could spot multiple errors in just the few opening pages. Uh, if you remember correctly, our opening pages are about the history of tarot. So yeah. the whole point was about how people always misrepresent the history of tarot. Uh-huh. 
and how it's uh-huh. like from Egypt. Like he obviously just <laughs> believes that it's actually like right. from Egypt. Yeah, exactly. That's that was my thing. I was like, wait, because because he goes to quote a book. I was like, but the dude who does that book that you're referring to, the history of it. Yeah, he's a woo woo mystical that believes that it comes from Egypt. Right. But it. Uh, but we've just we've just said. And, but he the thing is he didn't say in his thing that we were where we were wrong. He just said with multiple errors. Multiple, like, yeah. Beware. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm glad he still gave us three stars. And I'm sure yeah. that the Tashin's uh, divination card book is great, but it's not, it's images. It's not text. Yeah, like, it's a gallery. Yeah, it's yeah. a gallery. That's the way it was designed. There is an author, yeah. but there's not as much text as we created for ours. Ours is a history right. book. There's is a glossary of decks. Right. Anyway, right. I appreciate the three stars still too. And also you can call me dripping with woke all you want because it is gross and hilarious and I'm into it. That's going to be our, what is it? Our Chuck Tingle name, dripping with woke. <laughs> exactly. For our next erotica novel about our own book coming to life. Yes. <laughs> so That'd gross. It's just it's like so, so funny. I don't know. It's. I know that you're not supposed to read your own reviews and normally no. we don't, but that is just hilarious. Especially also, because it's still three stars. Like he didn't even just give yeah, us one. One. Okay. But also I would like to challenge anyone who did not read our book. That's in the tarot community to name the artist of Toth Tarot before yeah. our book. Right. Like nobody that, talks about what... the artist at all. And also like, like we talked about Pixie because Pixie is Pixie, right? Right. She, like she was more well known, but no one and talks about Lady Frida. It's a freaking book about tarot <laughs> yeah. art, not about tarot in general. And we try Dude, to get tarot I think it's worried about my blood pressure. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, is he a service dog? Too... <laughs> He's like, you're being very jacked up right now. Should we be worried? <laughs> we need to get He's your like, blood pressure please. under control. <laughs> you're, you're you're being too excited, Mom. Just calm down, please. Yeah. <laughs> or at least tell me what's going on so I can participate in this. Like, can I bark too? <laughs> yeah. Do you need my input? I'm happy to give it. Uh, anyway, I think that we probably blathered on about yeah. nothing for long enough. Are you shuffling because you want to pull cards about something or just because you like to have something to do with your hands? I just always have some. This is the Autism. ADHD autism yeah. crossover. It's just a <laughs> One of the question was, was uh, you do you do something with your hands frequently? And I was like, like, and they said something like snapping or like other things. I was like, wait, but I do like bite my fingernails. I do shuffle cards. That is counting, yeah. right? That counts. Okay. <laughs> You and I are both such nail biters. And even when we stop for long periods of time, this is how I know it's a compulsion and not a habit. Uh If it were a habit, when we stopped, we'd stop forever. But we never, ever stop forever. We always stop for like, we can stop for a year and then pick back up like nothing Uh happened. Like nothing. To the point where we're actually hurting ourselves Uh to get Uh back to a point that we had previously been with our nail biting. And do you know like how relieving that is that it's not my fault and that I'm not shameful and dirty because I bite my fingernails? That is yeah. like such a, I'm like, it's like so freeing because I like as a child, when I got, it was so shameful. So totally. And when I got engaged, my mom was like, maybe the having a ring on your finger will get what will be what finally yep. gets you to stop biting my nails. It's a compulsion. I have it no, is. like, even when Absolutely. I can control it, I, there's still uh-huh. a compulsion to do it. I'm fighting right. all the time. I have to do other things besides that. Yeah, right? exactly. You know. <laughs> when my sister bought me a little like popping fidget spinner for, not uh-huh. fidget spinner, but a popping fidget for my car. And I really like it, but it's a little bit too, it doesn't give me quite the same hand motions that I'm looking for okay. or like right. satisfy me in quite the, the, quite the way that I'd like to. And I'm thinking yeah. like, do I go on a quest? Like, is this what I yeah. need to find? Yeah. I'd like it to yeah. be something that I could do when I'm in meetings and stuff too, because I end up sometimes, mm-hmm. this is so embarrassing 
pulling up Tetris on my phone while I'm meeting oh. with people and playing Tetris quietly while also giving uh-huh. instructions and talking. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. That I don't think that's bad. It's just it's just how you have to cope and focus. Is it's having probably going not on. good. I feel like if somebody found out that I was doing it while they were talking to me, they wouldn't be thrilled. Well, I, I also think it's the context saying like, I'm sorry, I have to do this to focus because if not, I would find something else on the wall and totally not listen to you at all. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's, that's I do just start talking about. staring into space at a certain point and it's not your fault. It's my own brain. Right. I just have right, exactly. this thing that prevents yeah. me from participating in healthy ways sometimes. Exactly. Exactly. So no, it's not me pulling cards. It's just me shuffling because this is what needs to happen. But isn't the happy. funny thing about like brain stuff that if you talk to your parents about it ever, they're like, yeah, that's how all of us are. And it's like, yeah and i think you also have this this issue <laughs> mom ha- ha- has bitten her nails for her entire life like when i tell you i've moved back home and have the image before me of where the where the where the adhd came from is my mom <laughs> yeah like no joke it just came from that and my probably my grandmother too and not even joking so yeah my brother's been actually diagnosed my dad very obviously has adhd mm-hmm. just like wildly yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and then based on the number of pictures of you know wild Gina? fungus that my mom is always okay. sending me i think she's got some hyper fixations in there too <laughs> mm-hmm. ah brains it's all just so interesting to think about and then my sister works with autistic children literally all day every day as a speech therapist mm-hmm. and so she's like kind of doing some self-diagnosis stuff too where she's just like yeah. oh yeah no i totally relate to that but mm-hmm. yeah I like, yeah. and I know that people have differing opinions about self-diagnosis, but I just think it's so helpful, even if we never get formally diagnosed, to right, be able to know right. how to search for stuff that might make our right. lives a little bit easier. <laughs> right. And like adapting, because like I find it like mirroring extremely helpful. Totally. Like, so helpful. And I, and like I had no idea it would be something that would be so kind of like life changing, but like texting a friend and being like, I'm going to be on mute. I'm going to call you and I'm just going to mute myself. Right. Just having that, that connection right there makes me, you know, do tons of stuff. I've heard that people, one of the reasons that some people like to uh, like video themselves cleaning for social media posts. Also the Mm -hmm. reason that they like doing it so much is that it is similar to the feeling of mirroring. Yeah. Because they're, they are aware that they're being filmed almost. Mm -hmm. And so then they can like focus more on the task at hand. And I feel like I could absolutely see that 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, what, what's the top? What, what did we do? Is this over? That's our show. Yeah. I think think it's over for the, for the fall semester. Finally, whatever this is. Our fall season is done. Thank you for bearing with us, everybody. Mm -hmm. This was probably our sloppiest and most chaotic season so far. And not even season since we started doing seasons. I'm talking about like, like actual season and time. Yes, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. Like it felt less chaotic when my cousin died. Like this is the most chaotic it's ever been. So it has been, it's been individually chaotic. And then that translates into us being chaotic. collective chaos. Together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we're still here and we still love each other. Yeah. We still love doing this. So we're going to keep doing it and we'll see you in January absolutely. when Yay. we're back. In the meantime, follow us on all the things we're at wildly tarot I just almost called you Celeste. Esther is at Celestial Esther. I'm at Holly Enchanted. Uh, So we'll be posting there continuously throughout stuff. And yeah, we'll see you in January for our winter season. Yay! We love you so much. We love you so much.